0: Hi, this is Tim Sanders, founder of the Omnia Radiation Balancer. Pretty soon there will be 5G masks going up all around us and we want to make sure that you're giving yourself the best
1: protection on the market. Our solution is unique. We use a new source of energy from the fifth dimension to balance radiation fields on any device, making it safe to use. Our results show that this structures water, it balances the blood
0: and it keeps your body super strong. And yes, it works on 5G. The energy in the patch never runs out, so count up all the radiating devices in your life, stick one on each, and you're done. Click on the link below and you'll soon be bringing balance and strength back to your body. Thank you.
2: hey guys you're listening to journey to truth podcast tonight we are joined by rachel ferris a singer songwriter uh it's probably what she's best known for she most recently spoke at east Setti, uh, which was amazing by the way she has recently appeared on edge of wonder red pill 78 as you wish radio uh and she's kind of coming forward now just um sharing some information she discovered in the music industry and uh, some of the corrupt things that go down and, and kind of how, just how the whole thing is, is really just a big mind control effort to suppress humanity. So, uh, But we're going to get into not only that, but some spiritual stuff tonight as well. Uh, welcome to the show, Rachel. How's it going?
0: Hey, thanks, guys. It's great. Um, thanks for having me. It's good to be here
2: yeah thank you for coming on thank you and we need to talk about the biggest news first uh how you're banned from delta airlines for <laughs> until the virus is over what happened with that
0: yes it's so sad i got a notice with a pdf attached a do not fly notice and i just felt like for once i had broken the rules and i was a very very bad girl <laughs> <laughs> And it's crazy. So my flight back from my flight to Isetti was the problem. So first in Atlanta and then to Portland. So the Atlanta leg was fine. I didn't get any trouble, but going to Portland, the flight attendants, they literally like singled me out. So Rob was behind me and Ben was to my left and they both didn't have masks on. And I was on an aisle seat. And the flight attendant just came up to me and just started, I mean, she was just rebuking me and very loud and very humiliating in front of everybody else. But she did... um,
1: So no warning or anything, just immediately
0: no well basically it was um, this is the second time that we've passed by that you haven't had your mask on and it was a long flight I'll give you that it was like six hours and um, I did have some snacks in my purse which I was snacking on so you know and a water bottle next to me so technically it was you know it was so overblown and you could ask Rob and Ben they are my witnesses it was definitely overblown and the people around were just like looking at me. It was like, I was a criminal. It really was wild. So as she's kind of like coming at me with her anger, it seemed very charged as though she was, you know, just very mad at me for something. Then was like, you probably have a past life with her. And I was like.
1: Probably, oh <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe so. But I was like, how did she recognize me so fast? Don't sit in aisle seats if you're trying to avoid this. But um, I tried to reason with her and just be really calm and kind. I don't like conflict, so when faced with someone just charging at me, I just kind of go numb. And then I just was like, "Well, it's really hard to breathe without a ma- or with a mask on. It's really hard to breathe. I really find it hard to breathe." I just kept saying, <laughs> and she was like, "Well." you know what? It's hard for me to breathe too, but I have to wear this. So you do too. And it was just very odd. And then she so the letter said that I refused to go through the process before my flight that, that uh, gives me clearance to fly without a mask, which is all a bunch of BS. Cause first I didn't know that you could even do that, or I probably would have gone through it even if it took an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure you need to have some kind of a doctor letter Something, you know, um, I, I just, it was just crazy. I wish I had been more prepared. And the funny thing that Ben and Rob just, they went um, they went free without any kind of repercussion. But Yeah, why
1: did they not get yelled at and just- I know, you?
0: right? I was like, maybe <laughs> this is a female thing.
1: Yeah, it well.
2: was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
0: sometimes I feel like if I do seem too happy, That sometimes I get attacked for that. It's the weirdest thing to say, but um, I'm sure that I was also just feeling very excited and joyful and uh, about going to a and, you know, maybe my spirit was too, uh, it can be annoying to someone who's like, and she was in, in an angry place. So I just tried to be compassionate when I really just felt, you know, criminalized for something that's just normal. I should be able to breathe, but she um, maybe she's going through something really bad. Maybe, you know, maybe yeah. she's taking it out on me. And, but so I was stuck at Iseti, which is an awesome thing, but it was still stressful that I couldn't return home on my Delta flight. So they literally were cutting me off from the return that was already booked.
1: That's crazy. Yeah.
2: So whenever you um when you finally left the whole industry and decided to i guess go back to college right and and that is that really whenever you started having your aha moments that things weren't as they appeared as far as just in general within the music industry hollywood the the, the world itself and uh so was that like the kickoff of this spiritual awakening also or how did that process happen that really made you like see everything for what it was.
0: It did. It definitely started in, with going back to school. And it was spiritual, too, because I studied all the world religions as part of my choices for classes. And so it was a part of my spiritual awakening, too, where I had grown up in a very traditional like Christian upbringing. And um, so a lot of what I had built my identity on were those teachings. And so going and and really studying without having bias of, you know, this is what I believe and it has to be absolute truth. This particular education helped me see that to have a real open mind, you do need to go and kind of explore and leave behind what, what you've learned. And you can always go back to that it doesn't have to be a threatening thing, and so I studied um, all the different religions, and also I studied the Bible in a new way, where where you see how the translations and the different words and different things could have been changed. Um, like for example, if they use the word virgin, in some of those cases, it really just meant a young maiden. And it was put in to mean, you know, it was translated to just say virgin. So every mm-hmm. time it could be that they are talking about a true virgin who had never been sexually active, or it could be just saying a young woman or young maiden. So, um, I mean, it's been so long since school, but all of these things were so eye-opening. Um, so many things, but political science, history, and, um, all of these subjects all started to connect for me. So I saw how the music industry and all the things I saw there were, were very similar to the political system. So where singers and these people that were puppets in the music industry, you could also correlate that these leaders in politics were also puppets. And then you could connect the dots that, oh, wow. So in science... You know, it's all about who funded the research and you really start to, to just see that, oh my goodness, everything that I just believed was, you know, for my good that these, these, these people are saying It's this way based on this research. And then you never think to ask, oh, who paid for that research? What other studies are there? And so going back to school gave me this critical thinking perspective to really ask more questions. And it also showed me how interesting that I grew up in a faith where you were told not to ask questions. This Bible is God-breathed. Do not ask questions go and, you know, I'll see you next Wednesday for your next dose of shame. I mean, I would go, (laughs) I would go, you know, twice a week, like just when I would start to feel good on Thursday or Friday, it'd be time to go feel like crap again. And I say that a little bit kidding, but it is really hard to embody the character of Christ and loving people and loving yourself and loving God if you are full of shame and if you are full of feeling like I, I suck because I'm a sinner and there's no hope for me. And I put Christ on the cross and I need to go drink his blood and eat his flesh and remember that I did this to him. And you just, it just really feels crappy. And you, you have to look at the words of Christ too. And I'm really going on long with this, but, the words of Christ tell us that, um, I don't know where I was going with that, but just that the most important thing is to love and, and love God, love yourself and love your neighbor as yourself. And if that sums up everything like it truly does, then why is it so hard to love with the doctrine that we are fed? There's something missing. And this was a huge, a huge awakening for me, which was one step. And I had several, but this is what's crazy. So a spiritual awakening awakening is so different from all these other sections. You can awaken in health and nutrition, and you can think, "I'm so awake because I know that the medical system is BS, and I can treat myself with prevention and eating right." And you could be awake in um, another area of maybe you've stepped out of religion, and you just see that you want to just be a good person there's all these different ways you can awaken but what I realize is that above all of them there is an ultimate spiritual awakening that really encompasses all other awakenings under that if that makes sense
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah totally. that was very beautifully said I, I agree with all that I think I think uh, yeah it's so it's so important to realize that you know there's always something else to learn because just because you're awake in one area doesn't mean that you know and we're never actually awake that's the whole secret we right. never we're never actually woke right. and, and the people that claim that well, they, they
1: are you're you never you're you get on that path of yeah. awakening but you never you never reach like i am now fully 100 percent perfect yeah, awakening exactly that's it's what like but you but you're on the path towards that and right. that's the most important thing is so many people aren't don't even have even started on that path and they're stuck in this box and they're stuck in this very unconscious state. Um, But yeah, you're absolutely right. Like um, there's all these little awakenings in different areas, but ultimately there's like the awakening where you awaken to your self sovereignty. And the fact that like love is really what it's all about. I think you summed it up there. Like, and that's really what Jesus taught when you really look at his teachings And all this shame and guilt and fear and stuff that gets put in there.
0: Yeah, it's so cool that you guys agree because this has been on my heart about just all the different areas. Because even as we have everybody waking up to the problem that's going on with the children and the trafficking and missing children. And then I don't know if we should call it child pee. Instead of the actual word, or does it matter?
2: It doesn't matter.
0: You can okay, say okay. Child porn. It's a horrible, horrible problem. So you could be awake in that and be so angry and ready to fight, and but not be spiritually awake to um, to kind of handle yourself, to handle your emotions that are going to come from that anger. And then there's so many other areas. Like um, you could be totally awake in, I don't know, the education system or that mainstream media is all owned by the same people um, controlling the message, but yet you are totally asleep to EMFs and maybe the the radio frequencies that you're constantly subjecting yourself to, like sleeping with Wi-Fi on or having a laptop on your lap that's making you infertile or all of this technology that there's just so many areas to wake up to not to mention such a mass depth of spiritual, um, lessons and things to constantly explore. So I like what you were saying that we never arrive, we never finish. And, um, it's more like a circular, like a CD is how I picture it. where We're just, we're going around and you can hop from, you know, one of the lines on the record and you go to this this matter and you go on that circle for a while, but there's unlimited areas. And so I think it's so important to not get comfortable. And um, also one last comment is I have noticed a lot of people on Twitter where they might have been inspired by Q with some information and then they are sent to this link and they totally attack this person. And it's, it seems kind of hateful sometimes, and it sometimes seems like attacking this person for being evil, as opposed to maybe pointing out that we see you and we know you're doing wrong, but also leaving room for the hope that they might still turn to light. And to um, because if they're still a human, and they're not one of these other beings that can't change if they are a human then there's a chance that they will still change and they could totally turn around
2: yeah and absolutely and by other beings that can't change you are referring to who <laughs> <laughs> no I, I know what you mean yeah uh, you? you're talking about just a cabal like the soulless aspect of these of these puppets or do you some kind of normie yeah <laughs> yes yeah.
0: yes and also it's like We, there's so much that we don't know, but I've, I've, I've come across some other types of beings. So when I say, when I try to exclude them, because there is a part of them that seems like they don't have a spirit, they are more like they've been messed with, or they've been created in a way that is more of a hybrid creature, and they're not totally human, and but they look human, and so they have every attribute that would make you assume that they are operating with a conscience and with empathy. And so it is mind blowing. And I think that these are things that we have to have such high levels of discernment because, um, I mean, it's it's one, it's pretty interesting because from their perspective, they could be a psychopath, they could be a sociopath, they could be just highly narcissistic it's not for us to judge if they are a human or if they are one of those. So it's, it's only going to affect us if we don't give them the chance of changing. Mm. And I don't mean like all this lovey dovey let's, you know, shower the psychopaths with love and that will change them because it won't. But if you yourself are loving and you're not angry and hateful towards these other beings that are doing this stuff, then you remain in a spiritual safe place where you're not being taken over because you, if you're in that anger and you're hating this person for their darkness or this being, you're pretty much coming from a place of thinking that you somehow aren't capable of evil yourself. And none of us have the 100%, right? And you can only hope that you are more good than bad for lack of better terms. So let's say somebody's 55% good. Let's say we don't know our president's spiritual stance. We don't know where he is spiritually. We can only look at his actions. And what is he doing that's good for humanity? And You can compare presidents by how much they did overall for good, right? And if it's more good than bad, awesome. And we can only look at ourselves, I feel, and see that we know our darkness. We know the things that we have to work on. We know that we have all these things. And so who are we to really actually ever cast a stone? Um, We can definitely hold them accountable. I just, we need to come together and figure out the way that's right. That's not attacking them back because then we look just like them. And then I feel like we're doing the same thing that they are. We're literally Mm -hmm. jumping into the darkness with them and swimming in their pool. Yeah,
2: exactly. We're so, we're so worried about what everyone else is doing and we're not worried about what we're doing. And that's yeah. a, that's a blanket statement. That's not, you know, I'm not including everybody in that under that, but it's true. It's so yeah. easy for us to sit at home on the couch or whatever and get mad at everyone else in the world for doing that stuff that they don't agree with. But what are you even doing to better your own life and to better your situation? And that's where the, and that's where the spiritual growth comes in. Because if you were at a place spiritually, that stuff wouldn't even be triggering you anymore. So that's mm-hmm. how, that's kind of how that that's a good gauge to know. Like if you have growth that needs to happen, that needs to be done, right? Uh, because you really don't get triggered. Like I remember when I first started getting into all this information, I would get triggered hard on Facebook and mm-hmm. like, I mean I would get I into arguments. And I mean, some, if I was to see, look back at some of the stuff I said to people, I probably would it would probably disgust me, you know. Right. But, uh, but when you're triggered, you're just acting, you're reacting. You're not thinking anything through, you're not processing anything. Um, so, yeah, that's just a piggyback off of what you said. I agree with that totally. Yeah.
0: It's still hard for me, too. I just got triggered by Taylor Swift the other day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, let's hear about it.
0: <laughs> it was on Twitter. And I hope I maybe you guys can I'll delete it. If it's at all coming from. I did say it sounds like you've gone postal. And I only said that as a play on words, because she was attacking Trump for the USPS, dismantling of the USPS or whatever, saying he's trying to cheat because he knows we don't want him to be president. (laughs) So when she tweeted that, I was just like, I have to respond. And I got a bunch of likes on it, probably more than I normally get on my regular post. But I hope that I didn't fall prey to the whole reactionary because I was... I was a little frustrated because I just watched her documentary and she fought so hard against her sexual harassment and this is something that I was interested and in and because now I wonder
2: she's supporting Biden. Yeah. Is that and, she's supporting Biden?
0: Yeah, it's just it doesn't it's so hard to compute and um it's just frustrating because she went through a whole battle cuz of a guy um in a press thing, like literally touched her bottom. And it's, there's an actual picture of it. So she had evidence and it was even, it was a hard court battle for her. um, But she won eventually, but to see her fight so hard for her sexual harassment and then be supporting Biden and all of that stuff is really out there. It's not like you can pretend it's not. A, I mean, surely she has seen those, pictures of him right in the videos mm-hmm. so I was trying to respond to her to get her to think about the kids and um so we'll see if she even reads it I'm sure she does because we all read our Twitters right
2: yeah well that's the thing she knows yeah. about it but who's controlling her you know maybe she is she blackmailed most likely so she's not going to stray off message she it has to promote something whether she believes in it or not because Who knows what kind of dirt they have on her. That's how they operate. I I I think
1: think that anyone that big too, you got to think they're probably super controlled. Yeah. So
0: that's what I was thinking. The only difference with her that I know is that her dad had maybe four or $5 million to put behind her starting out. Mm. So she may be the only artist I know that I still had hope for. And that's kind of why, I was watching her documentary, trying to get more info and see, because she did start to have music videos that included the birdcage and some weird stuff that seemed to go along that she's being controlled. But then she also had a song saying, I know that it's delicate and it almost seems like she was speaking to the Illuminati, but I need to do more research and see if her dad was like a member of Skull and Bones or something, because
1: yeah you,
0: you just never know like where did he get that money never
1: know. yeah because
0: why do you have to have five million to make it
1: yeah that's crazy
0: yeah.
2: so yeah yeah i mean yeah. that's actually that's really interesting about your latest song light me up how it's on a chart on the charts with no money with no financial backing which is uh that's, that's
1: amazing yeah. yeah
2: that's an anomaly <laughs> that shouldn't happen but
0: yeah. Well,
2: wow. so congratulations on that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you. I know it's kind of, um, it is an anomaly and I know that it can't, well, I shouldn't say it can't, anything's possible. It is very unlikely to make number one because the number one slot is reserved usually for the manufactured. Not that I want to be number one, but I'm just pointing out the the way the industry works. And so, I mean, you do pretty much have to get to the top to be earning money on your streaming which I've talked about before yeah so just to be able to make a living you do need to be able to get those top spots but yeah it is pretty cool I mean it's just I'm excited if anybody hears light me up and they feel a higher vibration and they feel like you know they can run faster for their workout or whatever it is if it's putting good energy into somebody's body and mind and soul, that's all I want. So I'm super happy it's on the radio because it's probably me reaching more people.
2: Yeah, that's that's beautiful. Yeah. And that's why everybody should be making music, you know, it's not, you know, not this controlled Illuminati crap that's being pushed out, that's being pumped out and programming these people singing yeah. about everything anti life, you know, the, the sex, the drugs, the money, the alcohol and whatever else it could be you know and then people and they put a catchy tune on it not to
1: mention a lot of it's just sounds the same and isn't yeah even in my opinion (laughs) that's just my opinion it's it's a lot of it's crap i think there's a
2: lot of they're they're not dumb when they release this stuff they know there's certain frequencies and certain beats Mm -hmm. and certain patterns that they know are gonna affects somebody subliminally mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter like people are going to hear this song and they, they're going to well, hate it but it's, it's going to get stuck in their head it can
1: still be catchy whether it's yeah. good or not yeah exactly yeah.
0: it's
2: yeah. stuck in your head
1: there's a science behind it i really believe that
0: it's so true oh my gosh tyler there's something i want to read you guys that i found if i can find it in my notes the technology that they use um okay This is part of it. It's from this new science. Um, I think that these are the people trying to start up the one world religion, but it says there's an electric activity that takes place in some individuals that can be amplified with the right magnetic fields. When the eyes are open, there's a certain... Oh, wait, this isn't the right one. It sounded
2: good so far. (laughs) It's so
0: interesting, all this stuff. So when the eyes are open, there's a certain magnetic activity. And when they're closed, there's another... And every time you open and close your eyes, you're activating a magnetic signal, which is a small demonstration of the simple changes that take place in the brain. And it appears that when the left and right hemispheres are in balance, this energy field can be activated and a beam of light can literally be sent like a biological laser beam and that to the higher frequencies and vibrations. And we understand what the ancients of our Western heritage called the activation of gematria the inner body of knowledge through sacred sounds. This is just a small sampling of what they know that we don't know. The Egyptian technology or the ancient. There's so much to it. This is published on this website. This is research that this doctor J.J. Hertak has done.
1: Yeah, Hertak. I know, you know him. Awesome. Yeah.
0: So. Um, I originally was super excited about these people because they do list Gnostic gospels and some things, and um, I, I just can't help it. But when I did further research, it seemed to be of darker energies. I know that they are channeling the Nine and some other things that I researched, and I just think it's very risky. They actually contacted me to do music with them. And at first I was really excited because I thought I could go to the pyramids and I could be a part of learning all of this. Um, but one thing that I noticed is in their emails, when they would follow up, they would say, we, we'd we like to ask if it's, if it's okay. We're not trying to push you or ask you to do things. It's only if you want to, we're just throwing it out there. We're not asking you to do this. It was very, nobody ever contacts you like that. And I know from dark energies, they have to ask permission to come into your life by universal law. Mm -hmm. And I was really getting those vibes. And I don't know if we'll probably edit this out because it's too, um, no, it's like telling (laughs) names and stuff. I don't like to do that, but I am concerned about this husband and wife couple because it's so attractive to people like us who are spiritually awakening. I mean, I was drawn to it like a moth to a flame because it's so much truth and it's so amazing. The stuff that they have studied that I crave to know because there's, um, there's another part. Where is it? I want to read it to you guys. So, um, Oh
1: yeah. I've just heard them at um, conferences. I I saw them at, I saw them at yeah, contact in the desert a couple <gasps> years
0: ago. They went I,
1: there. Yeah, they were there a couple of years ago, and I was there. And
0: wow. Their they, talk
1: was really good. They weren't at Dod
2: 2018. No, now, no. I'm thinking of somebody else.
0: That is so interesting. Um, I have way too many notes. My life is um.
2: <laughs> well, we can uh, I can. How far off are you from finding them?
0: I'm very close because okay. So what they can do is they can awaken a person through their pineal gland and by external capabilities so as i researched them i realized okay this is another external shortcut and you can if and um this also reminds me of those uh devices in china that shine the light on your forehead. And everybody just like, yeah, I'll take my temperature. And no way would I let anyone shine a laser beam towards my pineal gland.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would
0: die first.
2: They're doing that here everywhere. I mean, yes, whenever, whenever, I tried
0: to. Yeah, yeah.
2: I had go to ahead, go to work sorry. whenever I had before I could walk onto the job site. They had to take your temperature. And then, you know, simultaneously, I came across something that said, yeah, they're attacking your pineal gland, you know. And whatever that might be doing, you know, it might seem harmless, but yeah, is there something to that? I don't know.
0: Right. And that's what I don't know. And I just, I wouldn't blindly follow. Um, It's just crazy that they created those. Okay. Research that we and our colleagues performed showed that certain names and sounds activate in some individuals the super mental power to materialize and dematerialize matter. The third eye area can be activated by certain sounds. We can also, we also found that other life forms, both positive and negative, can resonate with these sounds and extend themselves into our domain. So this is part of their research that they have published. To me, this was huge because, so you can literally play sounds and awaken people. Now this could be good, right? If we needed to hurry and awaken everyone, let's just play those dang sounds and get it over with.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: it's like, if you do that and nobody's done the inner work and they haven't healed themselves and they haven't done it themselves, everything, every part of me feels like this is not good to do this externally because this is an inside job. And if it's done externally, like they're saying, we found that other life forms, positive and negative, can come in and into your domain. So to me, uh, this could actually be part of the reason that I had some weird experiences. Um, There's a lot of meditations out now that it's very concerning when you're waking up and it's so cool to meditate and you want to do it and clear your energy. How do we find the pure guided meditations, because this is music. So again, we're, we're opening up to another technology where we need to be sure that the spirit of the person who created this meditation is good and that they're putting the sounds in there that are good. And also we have to be super protected to not let these negative... Uh, beings and forms that they talk about come into our domain i mean that's that's crazy right
2: yeah that's interesting yeah. because i've seen warnings going around before for mass meditations like people are like do not participate in this this is not what you think it is and and i kind of thought well how does that even matter if everybody's meditating for the same reason to save the children let's just say or to activate the planet you know if everybody's If everybody is focused on that,
1: they're saying like, "Oh, the dark's hijacking this," and it's like, "Well, they can't, they can't hijack it if the majority of the people doing the meditation are positive."
2: Yeah, Yeah, but unless there's some type of frequency being like beamed in that has the opposite effect, I'm just saying it's something to consider. I don't know. I don't know. But then I'm questioning. But then it's
1: like, so you just don't do it and let them like do their because they're going to do it regardless. So it's like. You know, I view that as like counteracting the dark.
2: Well, no, but she's saying like a specific like guided meditation on YouTube that's
1: oh yeah
2: playing like if if the person is playing a song or that's different yeah. But no, well that's what happens. We're not meeting up where these mass meditations are done. um, We're all watching a YouTube video, or you know what's coming through that signal that we don't know about. You know, true. And I've, I've heard from many people who say when you meditate get away from all devices
1: you know oh yeah yeah uh, that's a good point yeah. so it's uh, i didn't think about that yeah
0: and i when i was first learning about it too um you know there's some part of us that wants to be afraid because especially if i don't know how many of you have grown up like me with a christian upbringing and i call it I more did. of a programming hi, I did. hi.
1: <laughs> yep i did as well
0: It kind of puts you in a state of fear about meditation and about demons coming in and all this stuff. And the crazy thing is, is that we have let the dark side control all of that, the ability to connect. And I I have come to realize that we can all awaken and have these capabilities to connect to our spiritual selves. And you still have the choice in the spiritual realm to connect to the negative source or the positive source, right? So our creator or the false, you know. So I think for us to run away from it just because there's a chance of the negative side, I think ultimately we need to just come in powerful and come in and state um, you definitely have to approach your meditation you know, no matter what it is with more of a, for me, I come in under the power of Yeshua and the spirit of Yeshua. And it really, um, I mean, I've never had any issue using Yeshua's name.
2: Yeah. And and you, you just said something too about running from the negative energy and ignoring it or whatever. And, uh, earlier today when you, Uh, sent me that message you said something that i thought was interesting was you talked about how dark versus light is also a division you know that that's also dividing us you know we always everything's good the cabal and the alliance uh, which is dark and light and and then when we when we see see them as opposites it's it's dividing humanity so so at the same time it's like yeah, we, we you kind of already touched on it as far as showing love to these people and not hate, and and understanding and allowing space for them to heal on their own, or you know the the real people, not the soulless bots or whatever. But right, while having yeah.
1: boundaries yeah. at the same time.
0: Yes, and yeah. not um, not being influenced in a way to where they can trigger us to get outside of a good place because I found too, they feed off of any um, any turmoil that we're going through if it's emotional. Um, so anytime that we get upset and we let them kind of poke at us, it actually feeds them. And so even if you want to, you're almost just literally feeding the beast, but um, no, exactly. That's the whole dark versus light, where I started to see some of the Q stuff, the QAnon things. And I just really, my instinct was, uh uh-oh, this could go one of two ways because it's awesome to awaken people with truth. And then at some point though, if you feed them in some ways what they need to know to help awaken them, right? At some point, are they ready to be the stewards of that and be responsible with it because they didn't maybe step into it on their own journey? I, I have no clue, right? I'm just asking questions. I'm just exploring. But when I looked at my awakening, how the whole polarity of duality was the problem, right? Where we have Republicans versus Democrats, Christians versus Whatever you name it, Catholics, yes. um, Scientology, right? Atheists, yeah. all these opposites where we're always fighting each other and we never came together as humanity. So then how is the great awakening uh that's supposed to unite us all? How is it actually making it now? It's dark versus light, and I'm light and you're dark. So are you are we gonna call the Democrats the dark ones? Or how does this, you know, so not to go political, but I'm just trying to understand and, and kind of peel it apart to see how we can still get this information, but not continue to divide because I know deep in my heart that the answer for humanity is to unite and it is to to see where we're all similar, the real humans. We all need this planet, we all want love, we all Well, a lot of people want to have children. A lot of people want a home, um, land, and just food. And, you know, so I think it's more for me, how do we keep this dark versus light from dividing us? Do you guys have any ideas? Like, how do we make it not about more division?
2: Uh, That's the, I I, I mean, if we had the answer to that. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) We just stop everything now. Well, this is what we all need to work on, right? Because it's just like me when I was approaching Taylor Swift on Twitter. um, It's like, she's not the enemy, right? I think she's still human. We have to hope that each person can turn. So my goal was, let's ask her to please help us find a the, the eight hundred thousand children. Basically, I mean, I said it hopefully more so intelligently than that. But
2: I do have a theory on that. On that, like, how do we not separate the dark to light? So it it's really it has to do with educating yourself to a degree to where you understand that these these pieces of shit that we just can't stand to acts, the horrible things they're doing, these people that just disgust us and make us angry. Um, are they? Is that who they? incarnated as was that who they incarnated as i know these elites when they have a child they use voice of god technology and mind control on their own children so they grow up in this belief system so it's not so they're hijacked at a young age all of these people and we have to keep that in mind we're not essentially we're not really born into this world as these evil people now you, you can be because there are if a, if a pedophile is killed and he's A trapped soul in the fourth dimension he can incarnate and a pedophile can be born again it's really interesting when you think about that that's why it's important to cross over these souls but we have to understand that this type of stuff takes place and we have to remind ourselves that these people have been blackmailed uh, and they've been and they've you know a lot of this stuff is against their will and they're trapped
1: mind mind control and everything else yeah it's like they're in so
2: deep they can't get out Mm -hmm. and 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 if they do if they do say anything maybe their family is they maybe their family's in danger now so uh is it really there is a dark force there that we we need to be aware of but really the dark force everything exists under the creator right and there's that polarity that duality uh that that's a part of the creator's experience to to experience all ends of the spectrum so is this not just another, even though they're a dark force, it's still an aspect of creator. So, mm-hmm. so that's maybe one way to consider. And at
1: the end of the day, we all need to be focused on ourselves and our own inner work and our, and our just ourselves. And, mm-hmm. um, and instead of constantly judging everything on the outside of us and, and everyone outside of us. And cause, cause when you're judging outside of you, you're you're really judging yourself because anything you see in somebody else like you have the capability and and many times you've done those things you know too so it's like do your inner work and then and then have boundaries and you and have discernment but that's different than ju- than judgment in a like condemning way constantly um and when you do that you're going to gain you're going to gain wisdom and you're going to be able to be like okay i see this happening i i I don't agree with it it's it's um destructive but i'm not going to put my energy into it where like i'm constantly fighting against all these things um because then you're just feeding you're feeding into the negative when you're when you're constantly trying to like attack it and that way um what you do is you focus on creating Uh, beautiful things and what and and love and the positive and you you build that and then you will see the negative just start to diminish basically is how it works so um yeah so basically it comes down to self-sovereignty um stay focused on yourself on yourself in terms of like your inner self and do your inner work and um you will connect with like, like, uh, minded and uh soul family as we all have, you know, as <laughs> obviously yeah. we've been doing and, yeah. uh, and don't get caught up. It, it's really easy to get caught up, but like, it's only detrimental when you get super caught up because then you get, then you lose, you lose track of that. And then you, you think you need to like get upset all the time about everything else and and yeah it's 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 also you know don't stick your head in the sand like and spiritual bypass which is what a lot of people do too and that's the other end of the spectrum where people want to think they think ignoring everything happening is a good thing and it's not you know and like oh you're creating it if you give any attention to it and that's not how it works either it's about acknowledging it and uh and uh creating what you want to see instead. Yep. And right. and that way you're like transmuting the energies instead of instead of actually feeding into the negative, which is what unfortunately a lot of people do. So right. yeah, I think what well yeah, said,
0: yeah. Very, well, very well said. And when I love that you said all that, Aaron. And I would add to what I had said before that I would backtrack in that of course there's anger, a righteous anger about what's going on with the children. Because it's like across the board, that's just mm-hmm. horrific, right? And even like the worst of us at our worst, we, I can't imagine that we would ever come close to doing what they've done to children. So mm-hmm. it almost is like there's so much mystery in this universe or this multiverse and whatever the heck this is, that it's like, how can we know? But we do know that that's just beyond horrific, right? So it's almost like, yes, we don't need to pretend that we're going to be like these hippies that are like, we don't have anger. Because there's a place for that anger. But
1: like like you said, righteous anger, which to me is a different, yeah.
0: It's totally a different nature. You're right. It's coming from a righteous place of, um, of knowing you know the difference between evil and good. So you know and you're empowered with that and it makes you angry to see it and so i think that's i think we've come to a good a good way of acknowledging the dark but not making it a battle of like i want to see destruction of the whole planet so that we can get to the end because of all this evil you know like yeah, yeah
2: and it's important to remember that um, a lot of these things happening right now are going to play out exactly the way they're going to play out whether we're focused on it or not
0: Right
2: and so yeah, so it's like how much it, it, it's like vo- our voting system all the way up until now. It's uh, Joe Rogan put it best. He's like he's he said years ago, voting was like ro- uh, rooting for pro wrestling. You know, it's like yeah, it, it was already it's already preordained. You just you just feel they make you feel like you have some uh, yeah. mm-hmm. leverage, but you really, it's a show. Yeah, yeah, it's a show until now. Obviously, we know it's different. Uh, right. Because that show is being canceled. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the show is over. That's so true. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: I and mean, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. No, you go.
2: I was, <laughs> I was just gonna say as well. Also, it's like you said, it's hard to imagine even like ever doing something so evil. Well, you know, when doing this research and and understanding how things work you watch some pretty disturbing things and i've listened and watched some really horrifying testimony and some real eyewitness or firsthand accounts some of these people are born into this world and they don't know any different when this one girl finally had a chance to escape this this sex slave of a lot you know her whole life she was used as a sex slave basically when she finally had a chance to escape she missed it yeah oh my be, because uh she had that's all she knew and yeah. and
1: she it She's was by terrified to, to yeah. leave it so
2: it yeah. was it was really really disturbing because she didn't understand any other way of living
1: mm-hmm.
0: right
2: so it, it's and it's not like it's not like uh people are just innately evil but when you that's all you know mm-hmm. then then that it almost seems normal in right. Right. Yes. And, and a terrible way
0: so true and if you're born into a family that tells you from day one that you are this and doing this appeases our god and like this is all you know and your family tells you that you know this is important because we rule the planet or and these other sheeple need us to do this and whatever you know it's yeah. it's really hard to imagine growing up in one of these types of families but, you know, when you understand the programming and when we can relate and know that we our, we ourselves have been programmed to, you know, a much lesser extent, you know, it's it's crazy how you can program a human. It really is. And then the trauma bonding that occurs with any abuse is a real thing. I mean, this is why most women don't leave their abusers when they're married to one. You get to a point where you can't see straight and to leave is more painful than the pain of staying. And, and well, yeah, and I, to get to the point of strength within that environment to walk away from it is nearly impossible.
2: Or if, if somebody does come in, like the girl in the abusive relationship, and then somebody comes in <clears throat> that is this amazing person that could give them, and has, or give them an entire new chance at life and has a lot to offer and, and help them escape this horrible lifestyle. That is almost a threat to that person because now this is, it's an uncomfortable situation. This is uncharted territory for them. And it, they actually subconsciously uh, start doing things to push that person away. And then they fall back into the old patterns. Right. And they, and that's that's it. It's really, really traumatic. And it's really hard to to escape that once that's all you know it's like
1: they need they need to be healed before they can escape it
0: right Right. and that's what's so interesting about everything like even relationships where you maybe fill the same pattern a subconscious pattern you think all right i'm never going to date someone like that again and then the next one is very similar you know just slightly different Mm -hmm. but these are these patterns that we get so stuck in that are sometimes really subconscious so it does take You know this healing and
2: well, you just said it. It's not a pattern. It is a pattern, yeah. But it's a pattern because. So this is a a realization I've had recently. But you, when you think you keep attracting the same type of person, you're you're only attracting what needs to be healed within you.
0: Right.
2: Mm -hmm. So that is that there is a pattern, but that pattern breaks when you realize that you're just that's that person is being is acting as a mirror. Mm-hmm. And until you realize that and then heal that within you, that's the only that's the only chance you're going to have of making progress. Right. Escaping that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so true. And it's funny, the song, uh, it's like Your are my mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every person that we meet that I've noticed is a mirror. And this is why being isolated is so detrimental to our spiritual growth because it's so much easier without all the mirrors around. And, you know, you can have a mirror of just meeting another person that you're interacting with, and you get close to them. So it's a beautiful thing, relationships and a beautiful opportunity of constant growth. And the more, you know, people you interact with, the the more you can grow and just be you know, ultimately the goal I think is to be at a place where you don't need someone else to fill something within you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people are together, obviously to maybe for all kinds of reasons. But I think during this isolation where people are locked down at home, they're really starting to see, is this really love or did we, you know, get together for other reasons and this could be a good opportunity to grow and see you know if you're together constantly you don't have that barrier of an eight-hour work day where you can kind of have a breather and if you got together for you know wanting to change this person or like as a okay I never could change my mom or dad and so I'm going to change this person or whatever it is uh, a financial arrangement or anything if it's other than real love, which should come from you being able to love yourself and not needing something from this person. Um, It's easier, obviously, to state than to do. But that is ultimately where I feel we can all have better relationships, which will really help heal the planet, too, because obviously Mm -hmm. marriages have not been working for a long time.
2: Yeah. Basically, what you're saying is, you know, your own happiness shouldn't rely on somebody else. Right. And that's that's the simplest way to put it. Um mm-hmm. and then that's you know, when people are when somebody's leaving somebody in a relationship, you know, you think, Oh my god, I can't live without you, I don't know that's what I'll whole do without co-dependent you. Relationship, yeah. Um and even yeah. even if somebody's not really a a an extremely codependent person, it's still uh we have to we have to really learn how to be happy on our own. Uh and it's something that we all, every single person has to work on because we have been fooled by what happiness really means. You know, for the longest time in my life, I thought being happy was going out and drinking at the bar with my buddies. And I was happy. And I don't regret any of those days because it's made me who I am now. But that was my idea of having fun. That was my idea of being happy. And that's, that's so skewed. And that gets you nowhere. That gets you nowhere, and that keeps you in the system. So, getting just having having these realizations and and actually stopping and looking at stepping back and looking at your life from the outside. Uh, that's really when you're going to start being able to make changes when you start noticing these things.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And being yeah, and there's it's it's such a thing we hear so much that I feel like. People are just kinda like, wow wow, when you say be happy with yourself or love yourself. And I think a lot of people joke and say, Oh, you drank the New Age Kool-Aid or whatever. And i <laughs> get that so much. Or like, oh, you must be in a cult if you're so like happy and you know, you found self-love. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. it's not it's not a cult and it's not um it's it's just it's an amazing Thing And uh, I just, I really want to help people any way I can to kind of point them to that kind of experience because I obviously um, am still working on myself, but I feel like I I did get to a point of feeling um, just like much more okay and not searching for something outside of me to kind of come in and make me feel good. Um, and that, that goes across the board, whether it's a man or whether it's wanting a Savior like Jesus Christ to come. And, you know, I think that's another thing that I've been getting in the vibes of some Christians um, where they almost want the end of our beautiful planet to bring and usher in Christ's return and to maybe... Um I just, I want to try to stop them as a collective from manifesting that for all of us, because I do feel like we can rewrite that outcome. I think that's one of many outcomes. Yeah. And I would like for us to rewrite and take different paths. And so I do think that so much comes down to relationships and it's relationship with food, relationship with creator, relationship with others. Relationship with our body, relationship with the earth, with everything, um, with vices, with um, with intelligence, with books, with knowledge. So, um, just getting to a point where the only thing that ever worked for me was connecting to my creator, and it didn't happen in Christianity. I was a Christian. My whole life, pretty much, until um, it's almost like maybe that was preschool and maybe there is a place for that and it's a necessary step. Maybe it's just the beginning. And so I don't want to condemn that. But I think that getting out of that is the thing that freed me. And so there's freed me to be able to actually know my creator, which is so.
1: Me too. (laughs) i'm right there with you
2: that's that's beautiful and and you talked about connecting with the earth which i think is one of the most important relationships maybe if not the first one we should work on besides ourselves Mm -hmm. um this is if you look at the native american ways which i i believe they were they were on they were doing it right at least at Mm -hmm. some level at some point they were uh the basis of it But when you have a relationship with the trees and the plants and the grass and the animals, and you actually talk to it, and there are ways to communicate with this stuff and actually tap into it, everything is alive. The mycelium network under the ground, all the plants and tree roots, and it's an entire brain system. The movie Avatar, in a way, was a documentary. But when we learn that connection and re-tap into that connection that is that's the starting point because then when we understand how the world actually works how how the world actually operates then we can go from there and every other relationship can be based on that and there and that's i don't even know how to end that (laughs) brand
1: Uh,
0: beautiful it's so true yeah no it's i love all of that and it's so wild to remember uh hearing a message as a christian child uh, that the movie Pocahontas was bad I'm trying to remember what it was it was like was she talking to the trees in the yeah. movie maybe oh,
2: the animals everything they, they were yes. talking to everything yeah
0: yes and, and I can see okay I can putting myself in those shoes I can see where it's almost like in everything that we could possibly grow up in there's so much truth right I learned so much good in the Christian walk But then there were also like these lies that kept me in a cage.
2: Right. So
0: that would be one of them. Like don't talk to trees. That's bad. And don't acknowledge the beauty of this creation. Right. It's just, and I think it's another it's gosh, there's so many rants to go on, but I try to understand others. And I know that there's a lot of environmentalists out there who they think they need to vote Democrat. Um, because they're an environmentalist, and it's just so wild to kind of peel back and see where well, does that come a, that's from. A, that's, which a, is,
1: that's a side. Which up. is yeah, yeah. yeah. Voting because, for the people destroying the environment, literally.
0: Right, because they don't <laughs> understand though that this met, so the science that they've been taught is a lie. So mm-hmm. how, but how are you supposed to wake up to that? Right. So this is one of those areas of awakening where. I saw someone post something cool on Twitter where they said, don't forget, scientists also can be paid off. Mm -hmm. And so if you're an environmentalist, you're probably such a beautiful soul. And you're probably thinking you need to vote Biden because you're like, Trump is taking all the money away from all of these environmental issues that I've spent my life working towards, right? They probably went to Harvard. They probably went in the top schools and they are working for the United Nations now that is all about the environment, which is all a <laughs> Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a, It is the biggest PSYOP. I mean, that we can do an entire episode on that. Oh yeah. We
0: totally could. And this is, this is another reason why it's like, oh, I just wish people knew. So they're making fun of Trump because he brought back incandescent light bulbs and they're making fun of him for rolling back the limits on water. And, um, these things to me, my whole life, I have been like, went wishing that these things were known to people, like mm-hmm. that light bulbs, the blue light in LED lights are so bad for us. The blue yeah. lights in our computers, they, and and you can't imagine why would someone make a product and make it, make it um, the only possible thing you can build a house with. Like it's a regulation, you cannot build a house with incandescent lights. You can't.
2: Well, yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, you could probably, you know, your construction, you know, construction. But I mean, I couldn't. So the builder that I chose, they couldn't. They said it was government regulated and they had to do LED for energy efficiency. Which is... And yeah. that's a lie. I'm, My electric bill never changed based on what kind of light bulbs I had. It's been yeah. the same. I changed them all. I had to hire someone to put incandescent lights in.
1: That's just the excuse they used to do it. It's yeah. like, Oh, they're energy efficient, but well, they're super right. harmful. And so yeah. here, so here's it's a per- not even if they were, it's here's a perfect it.
2: example of these light bulbs, which I even still have some in my house, which I need to do something about, but these light bulbs put up a frequency also. Yes. Yeah. And a guy, I know i I just got done doing some work in his basement. He put a new garage door operator on cause his old one went out. So, and the operator has a remote brand new. Um, and went with the operator, he put new light, new lights in his garage. At the same time, while he was up there, he put the new LED lights in. Uh, this operator wouldn't work. The remote, it, it was, it kept malfunctioning. He, he thought he did something wrong. He thought he, he took it back, put a different one. It still wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. He was telling somebody, he's like, what kind of lights do you have in your garage? And he goes, I have brand new LED lights. He goes, take them out and put the old ones back in. He did, and it worked fine. Whatever frequency it was emitting from those light bulbs was interfering with the radio signal between the op- with the, between the operator and the remote.
0: Amazing. And
2: if that's affecting that, what's it doing to our bodies?
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. So true.
2: Um, I'm gonna actually start to uh, wrap this up a little bit, okay. and uh, <laughs> uh, let's <laughs> wait.
0: Let's... There's 20 other things. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, we're not I done know.
2: yet um so uh uh let's just let's talk camp disclosure a little bit right before we uh right before we wrap this up okay uh, it's super awesome that you're gonna be there now during the live stream concert uh, which i will be playing a couple songs on guitar with you so that that's gonna be a lot of fun um but yeah so Everybody out there, if you don't have a live stream ticket yet, you should get one. They're only forty four dollars. It covers four days, twenty two speakers, an amazing concert. If I don't mess up the songs,
1: (laughs) Teller doesn't ruin (laughs) it. If
2: I don't ruin it. Uh, But yeah, did you want to add add to that at all to tell people what? Yeah,
0: I'm just so excited that there's another event because just coming back from YSEDI, it was so incredible to be around all of these people and hear the speakers. And I know it's going to be just another experience like that camp disclosure. So um, I mean, gosh, if I wasn't going to be there, I would absolutely be watching from the live stream because it's so impactful to hear these people speaking live. And um, yeah, I mean, I heard there's a singer that's gonna <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. um but really just seriously hearing them and they're they're so knowledgeable and it's just really it's just really inspiring. So yeah. yeah. Get it, those it, tickets. Um I can't believe it's only forty four dollars too. Yeah um because I think anytime I ever looked up something like this, it was you know more like three hundred, a tougher decision.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: Well, Andy, uh I mean, just that roundtable we just did with Alex Bloom, Steve Saffalo, Jace Colossa, and Simon Esser, I mean, I think that was a great preview of what what to expect. I mean, all of these guys are amazing; they have so much to bring to the table. So,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: it's just going to be a lot of fun. I can't, I can't wait to get there. It's not; it's less than a week away. So, yeah, everybody. Yeah. My... James
0: Gilland. James yeah. Gilland is speaking before we do our concert, so we have a big act to follow.
2: There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but i'm not worried about it it'll be fun
0: yeah
1: um don't worry if you
0: mess up tyler i do not care
1: i don't either. actually
0: it would make me feel better <laughs> so i can mess up
1: yeah uh, you just gotta say more dad jokes than james yeah I would yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right thank you
2: so much for coming on rachel we got into some amazing stuff i really enjoyed this conversation a lot
1: yes thank you um, so much
2: and thank you, guys. thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, thank you for your support. Every like, every subscribe, every comment you guys leave, it, it means the world to us. Uh, the donations we get from people. I know we haven't really personally thanked any individuals, but thank you. You guys know thank who you, you are.
1: all for your donations. Um, you
2: guys know who you are, and um, that does not go unnoticed, and it helps out tremendously. It, it keeps us doing this. It keeps us afloat. We have T-shirts available also on the Teespring, uh, that, that, that link's below. Uh, we never do any promotion, <laughs> or we never promote ourselves, but uh, grab a t-shirt if you want. The Omnia patches, they really work for the, that that harmful EMF, that ra- radiation coming into your home, it blocks it. Uh, it. That stuff is detrimental to your health, you know, so it's good to have some type of protection. And um, yeah, this all that being said, uh, thank you again, everybody, for all your loyalty and support. And we love all of you guys. And we will see you after. Well, at we'll be, our next thing, we'll be coming live from uh, Camp Disclosure. So keep an eye out for that. And yeah. good night.
0: Good night, guys. I'd like to also ask that they follow me or check out my website, maybe.
2: Yeah, I'm yes. sorry.
1: sorry.
0: I don't like to market myself either, but it is probably a good idea. Um, but yes, I I thank you guys so much for having me. And on that note, I'd also like to thank the people. There've been amazing people downloading my music straight from my website, which has given me such hope that I can actually put that back into making music videos and recording more music. And so it just keeps me going. So thank you so much to those who have done that. And, um, Please do check out my YouTube channel and subscribe there, so you don't miss the "Light Me Up" music video coming soon. And uh, there's also a new single coming soon. But "Light Me Up" is on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, and everywhere, so you can download it even if you don't download it on my website. And do follow me on Twitter at rachelsmusic. All across social media. And uh, thank you guys so much for having me. I love your podcast. And I look forward to seeing you all at Camp Disclosure.
2: Yeah. Yes. yes, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. We'll see you uh, live from Camp D.
0: Yeah.